Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, Cox ATA, and RNA Sports proudly bring to you the reigning, undisputed, undefeated radio tag team champions of the world, the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Hey, Ned. Yeah. I got a new punchline. You ready? You ready? I was born ready. I got a new punchline. What you got? Joey Savage. Savage, not average. I didn't steal that from a rapper or a wrestler or anything. Savage, not average. Savage, not average. That's really actually really good. That's actually pretty good. (laughs) Savage, not average. That's actually really solid. Yeah. Thank you. You're listening to us on Condos FM 104.5-106.1-Sisestations-Worldwide-At-IRLoneStar.com. And you can catch us on the Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Interact with us. Let's have some fun. I've been pretty active this week. There's been a lot of cool stuff going on that I just had to share. Like, your Houston Astros are back-to-back division champions. That's right. We talked about that. We also got... um, the promo art for the boys coming out in 2019. Yeah, you're stoked. You're I real stoked. I'm so excited. I haven't been this excited for a TV show in a long time. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Long that's probably accurate. Long time. Um, but yeah, so we got a lot of stuff, cool stuff. What going are you going to do if it's terrible? <sighs> that's always the worst, right? Right. Like you're anticipating something for so long. And oh it's man, just garbage. And you're that's like, how oh. I felt about like Age of Apocalypse. That looked yeah. really, yeah. really good, and I was so pumped, and the movie was just like, I mean, I still liked it, but it wasn't... It yeah, wasn't it good. wasn't as good. I mean, it wasn't terrible, Speaking though. of... Like, let's solid let's, yeah. C+. Plus. Speaking of, let's go ahead and just get into this real quick. Oh. This is oh. Nerd Thug Radio. Oh. We talk about nerd stuff. It is Friday, Conroe. We're going to go into the weekend. Yesterday, Second best day of the week, Friday. Yesterday, right by Saturday. Right, yesterday, no, Monday. Monday's the worst. I you know the only reason Monday's good is because we're on the radio. Mondays, 2 to 3 p.m. See, Mondays are great because, like, it's a start of the week. It gives you the opportunity to get everything rolling. This way you get to do as much work as possible on Monday so that Fridays are awesome. I did that this week, on See? It, actually. See? I went hard in the paint on Monday and Tuesday and then coasted on Wednesday. See, we call it the Corey work schedule. Uh, it's work. Your work schedule is don't work. Right, right. But it's called the Corey work schedule because I got to name it. Because I was work. the guy who came up with it. <laughs> so did um, everybody else on unemployment. It's called work real hard on Mondays. Man, I wish I was on unemployment. I, actually, I really don't because I feel like. I yeah, think I don't want to pay for you to sit around and watch Jurassic well, 1, 2, and 3. I, I didn't get to row. finish 3. Someone showed up and made me change yeah, it. Yeah, because you do a sports show every Thursday, hopefully, Dick. Ball um, control. Ball control. And football's on. You have to watch sports. That's if true. you're going to do a sports, sports show, you have to watch sports every day, all day, nonstop. Deal. Okay. Deal. Well, I guess Nico, you gotta, what do I generally watch? I guess you got to really. Uh, I'm gonna go Jurassic Park one through three. <laughs> I hate you. I guess you really do have to fit in the uh, the pop culture stuff because yeah, the radio. I mean, I'm doing okay. research, man. All right, speaking of pop Two culture, screen. speaking of comics, speaking oh, of nerds, speaking be? of thugs, yesterday the first official trailer for the new X Men Dark Phoenix movie dropped. I mean, what exploded? Do you think your thoughts, Corey DLG? <sighs> um. It looks like it's going to try to be as close to the story in the comic books, probably without getting too far into like the Shi'ar and Pilgar trial stuff. True, but it looks like it's going to be as close in like tone, which is just dark and depressing. Yes, just uh, to that story as as movie possible. Um, I'm really excited. The, the trailer actually looks really good, but really kind of. This is the final one, right? Like this is the yeah, last one. Yeah, I think so. I think they're all done after so this. So whenever the trailer started, I was like, okay, oh look at that go. Sorry, we're watching football in the middle of recording this. Um, like as real I'm real professionals, as That's I'm right. uh, as I was watching, I was like, this looks pretty good. And then I got halfway through, and I was like, eh, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. Really? Like, it lost my attention. Like usually, I like trailers that don't tell a lot of the story, which this really didn't. No, yeah, because I mean, but, like, what it tells you is stuff like, you know. Uh, I don't. I, it didn't amp me up. It didn't amp me up anything to watch. want to watch the movie. I'm going to watch it, but when I got done, I just I, I wasn't feeling it. I, and I love X-Men. I don't know what to say to this. I, I don't either. It's very awkward. What do you like, mean? What do you mean I it felt weird when I finished it. I was like, I should be more excited than I am right now, and I'm not. Felt weird. What do you, I didn't know weird. what to do. Nico? I didn't know what to do with myself. He didn't watch what it. What do I do with my hand? He didn't Nico, watch it. Nico, watch your, your reaction to Joey feeling weird about a trailer. 
that's not really that surprising. There were certain trailers that like you get really amped about, and then like it turns out garbage, or like a trailer that's kind of really disappointing, and you're like, I don't I care about this at all. Like Jurassic World, like before its final trailer, like true, the trailers were like true. super unimpressive. And, true, like, you're right. You're right about that. And then the last trailer was like, whoa, and then the movie was like, okay. So I'm hoping this happens because <laughs> that's fair. I watched this trailer when it started off. I was like, okay, this looks pretty good. And then by the no. middle of it, I was like, oh, "What?" And then the other, like, why am I not excited? Do you know? Do you know why you weren't excited? Why? I just realized what why? it was. It didn't, help me. It didn't have a pop culture song sung slow by a woman. Maybe it didn't. Maybe you're right. That's, that's why. That's, that's why it didn't work. Why weren't the cranberries behind that? Right. Remember, you remember Pat Benatar. So like every important trailer for the last two years. Right. Slow pop culture song with the girl singing it. That's soft, what it is. Soft girl singing. Right. It's that Sigmund Freud stuff. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, yeah. Which which psychologist was that? Sigmund Freud. You know the one where you like, he would tap and then the, the guy would salivate? Oh. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm way smarter than you right now. The Bell. Uh, yeah. I keep wanting to say Nietzsche. It's not Nietzsche. The Bell. Nietzsche's a hierarchy of needs. What is the Bell? Tchaikovsky. Uh, <laughs> no, that's that's a theater. Uh, um, Bukowski. Well, that's something else. Yeah, that's Bukaki. No, um, Bukowski. Uh, uh, we'll figure it out yeah, later. We we'll check into the break. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I just, you know, I was really liking how you know they're blaming everything on Charles. Um, yeah, they started. If you know, it was reminding me of. Do you remember? Um, this is about three years ago. Now, now maybe two with that storyline in the X Men comics mm. where uh, it was like the most powerful human of all or mutant of all. And, and Charles, Xavier like messed with he his had head all the time. Him, or, um, not expressed him. He had a. Uh, Whatever you want to call it. Put mental blocks. Yeah, mental blocks in a sense, so oh, he didn't know uh, what was going on. And then he freaked out and killed everybody. And then the girl had a time travel to like, fix right. it. Right, yeah. Uh, that's what I was getting at. I was like, wow, this is like this. Maybe this would be, be good. And then it just started declining. And when I got done, I felt really awkward. And I, I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I have to talk about this today because <laughs> this is mentally stressing me out. I was excited I'm about it. Stressed. I, I thought it was going to uh, be. I had to watch like prank videos afterwards <laughs> to like oh, pump myself back up. So I think the X Men side with Magneto over Xavier. Yeah, which um, is awesome because Magneto was right. Magneto's never. He right. is Magneto one of my favorite left. characters of all time. Violence is never. And the I'm not answer. even Jewish. Calm down, Malcolm. Not even. Um, but yeah, I I I don't know, man. I was I was I really enjoyed the trailer, but I I, I could go for a, a slower, more psychological X Men movie. That would be cool to yeah, me. Yeah, that would be neat. Um, um, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know they needed someone singing like everybody. Yeah. They needed her singing the crib. Zombie. Right, yeah. It should have been zombie, like, really slow, like acoustic stuff. Right? Right, right at the end there. Right at all the big moments. And that would have got me amped. Who do you think they kill in that trailer? Who do you think they kill in that trailer? Yeah, because they're at a funeral. Yeah. Ha. Ha. Beast. Uh, Actually, you know who I think it is? Who? I think it's either Mystique or Quicksilver. Because both of those would get Magneto pretty riled up. Yeah, they would. Can you kill Quicksilver in both universes, though? Yeah, double, I mean, it's the last double, movie. It's the last movie. Thing. Nobody has to make it out. Mystique. Yeah, I'm gonna say Mystique because he doesn't have he doesn't realize what Quicksilver is to him. Well, but he they might tell him in the beginning of this movie. Yeah, that's fair. we never know. Okay, so let's let's or just maybe tell him after he's dead. All right, yeah, Ooh. that was your son, and then he's like, what? what? <laughs> that's why he starts cr- like it's, Darth Vader. It's Mystique. <laughs> yeah, it's straight be, up it's Mystique. Mystique. Speaking of Mystique, I never saw the ending to Hunger Games. I didn't either. So, I funny story. That. I didn't see um, the last one yet. TBS or TNT is airing. They, they air the first three, Dino but not Mike. the fourth movie. Why not? So, I don't know how it ends either. Uh, and my my roommate, like, was glued to the TV one time and was watching them all in order. And she yeah, had yeah. TiVo'd them all. And then she was like, wait, it, it doesn't end. And she, like, was angry. So, the next day I happened to be in Walmart and then, like, the $5 bin. You found it? There was, like, part two. So, I got it for her. Uh, Can I borrow it? Yeah, I'm, well, you have to ask her. Uh, but I, but put I, it in her crockpot. I literally gave it to her and was like, "Here you go." I still don't know how it ends. <laughs> I didn't even. Watch I was it. real big on those movies. Like I watched all of them. I went to the theaters, and then the last one came out. For whatever reason, we just didn't go, and it just slipped my mind. That was uh, those Twilight movies for me. And I, I remember all of them with my sister, and then the last one, oh. which none of us went. Oh to. no, I've seen <laughs> all of those. I've seen all of those three times. I um. Is that the one where she has a vampire baby? Yeah. Stupid. It's awesome. So dumb. So, yeah. Well, she becomes a vampire. Okay, but vampires don't have babies. This one does. Um, yeah, is that Tupac at the Rams game? Look at him uh, go. He's I, alive. Is that his mom? Who is that? She's <laughs> excited. Um, shout out while we're watching this game. So, I'm, yeah. I'm playing fantasy football, whatever league. Uh, the guy I'm playing has Cooper Cup. 
uh, who's doing awesome in this game. I've got uh, what's the other guy from uh, that was in Brandon Cooks. Yep, who's doing okay. Well, the guy who's like undefeated in our league, Ben Ben has uh, Woods right here who just scored a touchdown. <sighs> so the whole game he's been like, everyone's getting love except for Woods. And then <laughs> there we go. There you, go. Your there you go. Boom. There's your Woods love. There's your Woods love. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I was driving around today, and for some reason, Hunger Games came into my mind. Okay. And I was like, I've never seen the last one, ever, and I want to. But that's I, I want to know how it ends. But that's probably for the best. No, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to like, go watch I'm gonna go hard and pay on all of them. Oh, okay. All of them. I'm going to binge watch them all this weekend. That'll show them. That's what I'm going to do this rainy weekend. I'm going to watch all of the Hunger Games. Is it going to rain all weekend? Yeah. It's going to rain from now until eternity, bro. Uh, not stopping. Ends. Like Aww. literally, like in the last two weeks, I've looked at my weather app on my phone, and it's yeah. just been storms every day. Storm, like, do storm, they even? Storm. That's the easiest job. They don't even have to update it. They just right. leave it rolling for the next three weeks. Rain, 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 rain. And then it doesn't even rain every day. They don't even know anything. Right. <laughs> they'll just be, they'll just say sixty percent forever. And what other right job can you be like consistently? Thirty percent of the time, and I'm right every time. President. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, actually, I've always said I don't. I've said probably the last five years I wouldn't want to be president now because I, I wouldn't like want to be any politician. Well, especially, especially president though, especially like, in my life. Well, everything's your yeah, fault. Also, you can't control everything. Right. So, like Congress or Senate, you can at least be like, well, someone didn't vote or this and that happened. But when you're president, like you don't get to blame anyone else because they're always like you're the leader. But like, no matter what you do, that's what mm. I learned with with Obama was no matter what he did. Everyone was mad anyway. Like yeah. his people were like not enough, and the other people were like too much. And you know why that is? It's too many people in America. You have the logic of a supervillain. I too want you to know many people. Thanos. Yeah. Too many Snap people. Snap your finger, bro. Come on. How many countries have been this big and have lasted this long? What? So we got to get rid of folk? Is that what you're it's saying? Gonna start breaking up, man. Thanos. Snap that finger. Snap, Snap your finger. Do your step. <laughs> Eliminate half the people on this planet. <laughs> Wow. That was real dark. <laughs> the two-step got crazy. <laughs> two-step. <laughs> Snap your finger. Two-step. Two, just saying it was just two All right, steps. let's jump out to a break. <laughs> we right. come back. I did something this week that I've never done before. We'll get into it on the other side of the break. You're okay. listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Whoop. Ladies and gentlemen of Nerd Thug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. They got Dungeons & Dragons going on nightly, they got Friday Night Magic, they got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games, they have demo games, they have a knowledgeable staff, they have family-friendly atmosphere. This is where you go. Ooh, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Say Nerd Thug Radio sent you and you will get 20, 20%. Is that right? 20% off your ticket. Yeah, hey, hi, uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio, and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, it's your Captain the Joey Savage, Corey DLG, and uh, we're getting ready to jump into something that I said I've never done before. Why but before we done? do that, oh, no. oh okay, Corey DLG, I want you to tell everyone of our Nerd Thug listeners about our friend Rich at RNA Sports. Oh, switch it up there. I like it. Oh, okay. All right. Really. Um, Curveball. He's uh, 3501 North Fraser Street. Had a kid. Uh, what did we just say? October 8th? Uh, October 8th? Is that the Rockets party? Uh, it's the Rockets watch party. That's it's what Robert I was going to read in Steve Francis. That's what I was going to tell you last week that he called and told me about, but I wanted him to announce uh, it first. Okay. Yeah, he kind of waited. Stevie Franchise, baby. I know, man. Man, I'm so excited. October 12th. October 12th at 6 p.m. I'm going to see Franchise. Uh, there's going to be autographs for $25, photo ops for $15, inscriptions for 5 JSA authentication will be on hand to authenticate for an additional $10 per $10. item. $10. And then there's a VIP package where you can have one autograph and one photo op from Steve and Robert. And it's Robert Reed and Steve Francis, and it's a basketball watch party at RNA Memorabilia at 3501 North Fraser Street, Conroe, Texas, 
77303. Yeah, he's got all kinds of sports memorabilia. Uh, he's got some stuff coming in over the weekend. Uh, Astros division championship stuff. Yeah, boys. Uh, yeah, he's got hats in, and then he's, he's got hats in. Shirts and sweaters next week, I think. Monday, I think he said. And he's still got the Kate Upton sweater, so you know. You know, it's sweater season, Go guys. get one of those. It's sweater weather. Yeah, it was um, way colder today than it was yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going to come in, like, fast and then leave Stevie? even faster. <laughs> right. Stevie franchise. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> it is. I'm excited. I was telling Nico how there was a period when he came back to the Rockets and maybe some people called him Stevie French fries. Oh, really? Maybe. He was fat. Yeah. Do you remember when he came back and he was, yeah. like, out of shape? and eh, He was going to be on Rick Adelman's bench and, like, it just, he, like, never was in shape. He never was Never right. did it. But uh, no, I'm excited. I'm super stoked. I, I'm Steve Franchise. I was telling, I was telling Nico was the reason the Rockets were relevant for a couple years. Yeah, uh, like in, right before Yao Ming, but after Elijah Wan, this was the period where we were like a six seed. Yeah, be, because of one guy, because of one dude, and he wasn't even that. He's not that big. No, he's like six seven, six eight. Who Fran- Stevie Francis? Yeah, I'm Is crazy. He even that six big? four. Six yeah, four. maybe six three. Look it up, Nico. Look it up, Nico. No, Corey, you look it up. Well, I get into something that I've never done in my life. I did it yesterday. What is it? I text Corey. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Did you pet a cat? No, not at all. Nico, you got any guesses? I have no idea. I talked myself out. Of going to eat Chinese buffet. Whoa. Mm-hmm. It was a very long conversation I had mm-hmm. with myself in the car. Um, usually, I, if I don't have an idea what I want to eat for lunch, I drive around, and my conscience just says, go eat Chinese food, bro. Just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. But, you know, it. it always makes me feel bad afterwards. Like, I eat it, and I, I'm excited those, like, 25 minutes I'm eating, and then I depress for the rest of the day. I was like, I can't have that feeling again. I'm already depressed because of this stupid X-Men trailer. I, I can't have more <laughs> depression in my life. And so it was. I passed by several, and I didn't do it. I I I held off. I even went to the mall. Oh God! And got away from mall Chinese. That's the best kind. I had a slice of pizza. Oh, were you sad about that? (sighs) Not really. I mean, I felt better afterwards, and I was like, man, I should have. I really should have eaten Chinese food. But then when I didn't didn't feel like sickly the rest of the day, I was like, that was a good decision, Joey Savage. That's why you're savage and not average. I said, yeah, that, that's about right. All right, how tall is the franchise? Six foot three. I nailed it. Yeah. Check the tape. Um, sure. Check the tape. This is, I didn't remember this. Go for it. Okay, so he got drafted by the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yes, he did. Number two, two overall. overall. He did. Um, He said he didn't want to go there, citing the distance from Maryland, taxes, endorsements, and God's Canadian, will. And Canadians, God's are too, will. and Canadians are too nice. So apparently there was some kind of incident in the airport, and then also his negotiations weren't going well with the Grizzlies, and he said, nah, anywhere but here. He Literally said, uh, anywhere but here. That's going to be a no for me, dog. That's going to be a no for me, dog. So they traded the him to the God. Rockets. The will of God. He, he They traded him to the Rockets in an 11-player deal that brought Michael Dickerson, Othella Harrington, <laughs> Othella. Antoine Carr, and Brent Price, plus first and second round picks to the Grizzlies. They got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the picks Brent were big. Price? I, yeah, I don't remember. Like, these guys weren't even big. Then. Remember Othella Harrington? Was I don't remember him being relevant, though. Like, no. would you Would you want him in a trade? I mean, he was probably like the 13th best four at the time. Yeah, maybe. At maybe. the time. I mean, he wasn't like the best, but he wasn't the worst. Right. And Brent Price was a white point guard who could shoot. Um, Listen to this. He had to share Rookie of the Year honors with Elton Brand. He should have. Elton Brand was... The real deal back then. He was. You know, he's the. Uh, he got named the GM of the Clippers now. Did he? Yeah. Good for him. Really? Well, you're excited about that? Yeah, like, why Kind of out of the blue. Like, he's he wasn't their vice president of anything. No. That's great. Okay. So, right. like, in a few months when I become, like, the head scout for the Baltimore Orioles out of nowhere, oh. you guys are going to be like, wow, good for him. Yeah. Uh, good for him. I'll be happy for you just because I know you. But if I didn't know you, I would <laughs> criticize the move. It's the Elton Brand. I right guess now. so. That's fair. I guess so. I also saw, we're talking a lot about sports on this non-ball control show. All right. I hijack uh, it. Just saw that the old, uh, what's his name? Um, my guy Stoudemire, Amari Stoudemire, going back to Israel to win another championship. Good for him. Going back, baby. Did you know that he played over there? Uh, Yeah, I did know he played. I was, they won I was the a, title. It was a little weird that he went over there. He's Jewish now. Yeah, he converted. So they play. won the title, and then uh, he came over here and did that uh, big three show or uh, league or whatever. 
trying to get back to the league, but he said, nah, bro. Shalom. Shalom. I'm going to go win me another title. What do you think when a a great player like Steve Franchise, I'm just reading over his history here, and the reason he left us was because we hired Jeff Van Gundy to coach, and Jeff Van Gundy is a defense-first guy. Where'd he go? Orlando after Orlando. Nailed it. What do you think about a a guy like, someone like Steve Francis, who's, I'm going to say, for the time, a great player. Okay. And then we hire just the changing of the coach, and suddenly he can't play. Does that, do you think, what do you think it says about that as a player? Like, just in general, anybody, not specifically him. Whenever a player's really good, and you change leadership, and they no longer can perform. Yeah. Is that Yeah. That means they're a mental case. Okay. All right. That's fair. Because you uh, got to think, like, just because you're telling them to play defense, when you're, it shouldn't mean that he when can't you're the play. Best, when you're the best player on a team, and you've got a coach who's like, oh, you're the best player. Do what you want to do. But then things aren't going the right way, so they bring in new management. And now, all of a sudden, management's like, hey, you're really good, but let's try this. In your head, you're already like, I'm already good. Why do I got to do what you say? Right. And then they don't fit in, and then they start performing bad. We call it the Ryan Fitzpatrick syndrome. Oh, oh, that's what we call that. Shots, shots, shots fired. fired. Fitz magic. Um, shots fired. That's what it is. You get this. It, sports is like fifty percent mental. I oh, I would say like ninety percent mental. In, in most sports, it's fifty percent mental. Baseball, I think, is more mental than any other sport. Basketball can get there too because there's there's an element of you know the shooting and that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, you, you it, get in slumps. Well, in all sports, but you always average. want your athletes. You want your athletes to think that they're the best. Yeah, you want your guys. But I mean, you, even when presented with evidence that they're not Tom Brady, when you get inside your own head and think you're the best, and because somebody else comes in and is like, "Hey, let's change up something," and you don't want to yeah, change, I don't do. I don't get it. I don't, I don't do I don't, change. I don't do change. All right, we'll go play somewhere else. That is one thing that Greg Popovich, who is easily the greatest coach in NBA, yep. has always said was that he was grateful to only have players who were coachable. Right. Who could receive coaching. Yeah. And he would – now, granted, the Spurs, though, would move a guy. There are plenty of guys who got moved from the Spurs yeah. over the years because they just – they weren't interested in being they told what to do. Yeah, that's the culture there. Yeah. The culture in San Antonio is we're a team. Mm-hmm. You have to be coachable and play like the team. So, I mean, you know, they – that's why they were so good. Yeah. Right? I know. I agree. The same thing with that Pistons team that won the title. They were they were not, not a single one of those players could have carried the team by themselves. Oh, and none of them were even relevant when they like <laughs> no. none of those moves were a top five move coming into the season. And they played as a team. Right. The uh, only one of them who everyone was curious about was the Rashad Wallace. And he wanted to be Well, he was already a, he had already been somewhat of a good player. Yeah, but he was just so much added. Rashid Wallace. Yeah, Rashid uh, Wallace. And then, you know, yeah, you said they they played as a team. And so that when it's a team sport, you've got to get with the culture. Right. Um, the culture. And he was last guy in, and he was like, well, they're already here doing it, so I'll just. Yeah. The uh, culture when you play for LeBron is, with LeBron is, he's the best player on the team. We just do what he says. Right. And he's right most of the time. Like, it's yeah. weird when they argue. When you can see them arguing, and he's literally pointing at a guy who was wide open on a shot, and he's like, nobody rotated, and everyone's looking around like, hmm. why is he yelling at me? Yeah, <laughs> get he it. would yeah. be he would be a really good coach, but he's got so much money and is going to do so much media. Oh, stuff. he'll coach. He'll coach. I don't know, man. He'll do TV. He'll do TV. He'll coach. Then he'll GM at he's home. He's only going to coach if he coaches his own kids. He, he might. But that that how might. awesome would that be? Well, he says he's going to hang around until he plays with his kids. That would be great. The NBA is the one league where that's possible. Uh, Major League Baseball. No, you couldn't. King Griffey Jr., King Griffey Sr. Yeah, but Cal King, Ripken and his dad and his brother. Okay, King Griffey Sr. though played forever. Like he was yeah. like fifty. Well, you can do it. You can. How many? Okay, it's a lot harder for those. guys. I want you to do your research before you do ball control again, and you name me how many basketball dads and sons have played on the same team together. Do they? Do they have to know if they're dad and son? Yes, they that do. That was the joke. I don't know. That yes, that's racist. <laughs> you tell me how many father son combos there have been in the NBA. And compare it to how many father-son combos. No, no, baseball, baseball baseball has them, but the reason I'm saying right now basketball might be the one sport is because you can come in at 18 still. Right. Or again. You can do it in baseball, too. There's no rules in baseball. No, but they just no they don't bring – There's none. Not for age. There's they just, no, ru- there's n- there's no, no rules in baseball. No, there's not for age. Not at all. Like they, if they'll, no, if no, no, no. None, period. Well, they have two sets. You can come out of high school or come out of three years of college. You can come out of your junior year of high school and you can get drafted. Right. But here's the thing: you can start playing at 18 or 19. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna put you in the minor leagues first and see how you do. And if you fall apart mentally, you're Dunzo. never coming up. So that's why they don't do it a lot with the kids. And that's why I'm saying it's like these young guys who've come up right now, Bryce Harper and these other kids. They're, uh, they're, they're the rare exception. We don't normally right. see 20 year olds, 21 year olds come up like that. Nico, where are we at on time? I feel like we've been doing this forever. No, we've been doing great. I've got yeah, my watch over here. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, I want you well, to do your good. research. Oh, okay. 
It's, it's happened a lot in baseball. Uh, I remember King, King Griffey Jr. because like that was something he said like in his speech. I believe was like, yeah. "Oh, play with my dad was the best play part." With my dad, <laughs> yeah, it was hey pretty. Dad, what's going on? Hey, hey, dad. hey, dad. They started in the outfield together. One was in center field. One was in right field. That's too weird. How great is that? Because like you just look over the kid. Because like you know that, you, that's his nickname, the kid. Right. And what happens if like one of you doesn't like? Oh, I called it, and like, yeah. you didn't give it. I'm your father. Right. I called you off. Right. You do what I tell you. To I do. waved you off, boy. Um, Dad, are you sure about that? Yeah. Ooh, how that's much a good that? fumble. Yeah, that's a good, that's one of them good goods. One of them good goods. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, it's just more likely in basketball now with the youth movement because back then basketball had the age requirement. Right. Um. You couldn't. There was the age restriction back then. When did that happen? Uh, it was the rule forever, and it took it took. Kevin Garnett came straight out of high school. Right, but it was the they rule. They changed it after like all those guys in the early two thousands and they stuff. Ch- right, but it was the rule at first that you couldn't come out of high school, and someone sued and won. I sued and won. Uh, Let's jump out to break. When we come back. We'll talk some more Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh. Talk about our friends RNA Sports. Oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe, they are at thirty five zero one North Fraser Street. North Fraser thirty five. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible, sports wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at RNA Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a 20% off a ticketed item. Abel Andrew Jackson here, the face of professional wrestling. I need you to stand up for greatness and always listen to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I was trying to get you to break that. The Captain Joey what Seven. Corey DLG. <laughs> no. You were breathing right into the microphone. I was trying to get you to break. You wouldn't do it. Like I, I was don't just break. It. Yeah, I'm oh. savage, okay. not average. Oh. And I don't break. I shake. Uh. <laughs> I want to I quit so bad. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And you can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we jump off, I've got some bones to pick with TV, and so does Corey DLG. Let's talk about my friend, the Nerd Ninja, at Cox ATA Martial Arts. He's got two convenient locations. There's one in Conroe. It's on the North Loop 336. It's next to the Academy, in between the Academy and the Honeybee Ham. So, like, get you some ham, go buy you some sports gear, and then go do pork chops and and, and karate chops at ATA. You like what I did there? Yeah. Something a little different. Yeah, um, they've got all kinds. Of, they've got programs for youth. They got programs for kids. They got programs for adults. They teach um, life skills. They teach um, self defense. Uh, they've got all kinds of new stuff they're working out. Uh, s- tomorrow, the whole crew is going to be up in Sulphur Springs in the uh, elbow of Texas, uh, doing a, um, a tournament, representing, trying to bring home some gold. Sadie Savage is there, winning. As we speak, it hasn't started yet. I'm, I'm, that's not okay. Accurate. That's true. Yeah. But uh, Cox ATA mentioned us to the Nerd Ninja or anybody at this, the front counter. You will get two free weeks of training. Boom! Because Cox ATA, we we build leaders, we teach life skills, and we leave a legacy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who laid me? Yeah, oh, brother. That's Macho Man. No, yeah. No, You're an idiot. Oh, yeah. You're the stupidest. Why? Yeah, you realize how young I am, right? You're, you're uninvited. I don't care how young you are. Years. How? What? You're I'm young and you go to the Kool-Aid Man? Like, he was around before you were even born. Yeah, the Kool-Aid Man's like 110. Yeah. Right, yeah. Hulk Hogan is more newer and relevant, or Macho Man is. Both. Than, uh, the, yeah, than the Kool-Aid Man. Another white receiver making a catch. Why are you so oh, dumb? I love football. Why am I getting roasted? So I was listening, Why are you so dumb, um, Nico? I was listening on the uh, Rodeo today as I was driving around for work. And there was an advertisement for uh, the new, the Big Bang Theory, the new episode, the new season starting. Okay. This is the last season the of the Big Bang. Season. The final season. The final season. And the reason the reason that it's the final season is because the guy who plays Sheldon doesn't want to do it anymore. Correct. What the heck else is he doing? Nothing. Rolling on Jim um, Parsons. No, that's Klein. You're 100 percent incorrect. What is he doing? Okay, I know nothing that he's in. So he's done a bunch of like plays and HBO movies and stuff like that in the off seasons Sounds of dumb. Big Bang. Um, he's done so much of those, I know nothing about it. That's okay, but he's done 
he's done things like I know that he was excited about because like they've been so he's a he's he's a gay actor. Yeah, uh, sticks to Sheldon is that the name of his next show? N- no. Okay. Uh, so anyway, he's been doing a bunch of like he's in a bunch of gay activist movies or AIDS activist movies and things like that. So clearly, he's doing things that are important and relevant to, to him. him. Um, but I, I imagine he would just like to do more of that on a bigger scale. It's hard, dude. When you're in a show like that, the commitment to your time, like the other guys no, probably I, don't I mind. Know. Like if you're if you're Rajesh Kuthrapali, yeah, or uh, or the little Jewish, I don't dude, know Johnny Galecki. Uh, Johnny, Gle- you don't mind because you've been you've been you've been furrow forever. Like you just want to get work. What's the chick? Um, Penny. Yeah. Uh, this was her second show. Yeah. And both of her shows were actually pretty successful. So good for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's got like a hockey boyfriend or something. I think he's a tennis player. I think he's a tennis player. One of those. One of those non-American sports. Right. Everyone marries a hockey player now. Right? <laughs> I know. I know. It's right. Ridiculous. But uh, you know, we're like, tough. So the reason I'm saying this is I'm watching, you know, I'm watching my tenth uh, run through of The Office. Okay. Uh, at the okay. Moment. And so Steve Carell built that show. Right. And then he left. And he left. When he left, he was doing like big blockbuster movies. Um, and that's that's so, what he so did. So you're you're okay with so, him leaving? Yeah. I mean, he went to do he went. I'm not okay with it because the show took a dive. Well, yeah, because the he show went, was Steve and Carell. Then, and then Andy Bernard came around and uh, lifted it back up. But like they left and they were and he did the same thing like all the people in the office like the the guys the three of them really um, even uh, what's his name the guy who played Dwight Schrute they all start left to do bigger stuff like I don't know anything that the guy who's playing Sheldon Cooper is doing that would like you know what I don't want this ten million dollars a year or an episode or whatever the but he's been crap s- no he's been in so many like award winning thing he really has he really was, I've known none of them um he was just in uh, what's, what's the let's define award winning what's the movie what's the movie uh, about NASA where the black ladies but they weren't in his missing figures or whatever hidden yeah. figures hidden whatever figures. It was. was he in that yeah he's in that was he a main character or a side role he's the top white scientist white male scientist <laughs> He would be a scientist, right? So like, uh, he's, not, he's not trained too far from this. No, it, it works. What else? You, I mean, there's not a lot of things you can cast a six foot nerd in, right? I mean, he's a giant among people. Just but no, like, man. so here's my thing. Um, that was it. That's literally it. No, he's been. In a, I'm telling no. you, he's been in stuff. No, I've seen him in things. Visions, never heard of it. A kid like Jake, never heard of it. Home, never heard of it. How about you click on him, and I bet they're all award winning. The Muppets. Okay, the Muppets was more of a gym, like because he's Sheldon. Nope. Else. Never even heard of this movie, Visions. Never it was released through home media formats. Right. Yeah. Way to go, Jim. Okay. Well, but he can't be in bigger movies because he's got to do the Big Bang Theory. They could do big movies in the Bang, off season. It's pretty rare. You're think rare. about think about how rare it is to see <laughs> a large summer blockbuster with someone who's on TV right now. Stage. Here we go. Let's talk stage. What's he doing on the stage, Jimmy? No, like he's nothing. He's a Hollywood like actor. nothing. He was on an act of God for like a year. That's it. Act of God. <laughs> That's it. I bet he won an award for it. Jim Parsons. Idiot. Awards. Okay. Awards and nominations. Let's see. There you go. Let's see what we got here for Jimmy Jim Boy. Uh, okay. Let's get to something relevant. See, he's skipping uh, a bunch of awards right he now. Did he did for Hidden Figures. Okay. Won a ton of awards for The Big Bang Theory. Okay. That's it. Well, he's ready to do other stuff, man. That is, he's won tons of awards for The Big Bang Theory. But this is the ninth year of this. Like, you got to think tons. at some point he's, okay. Still going. Hasn't stopped. Okay, what about Friends? What about Seinfeld? Man, how much money do those dudes make? They still make $20 million a year in, uh, they do nothing. in, in, uh, reruns. in reruns. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. It's also the thing about the. But even when they left, like for the, ma- the forever, majority no. of them, except for David Schwimmer, like did stuff. Not for not for those first couple of years. They all took the time off. I think Matt LeBlanc did a show like right after. Yeah, and then uh, um, what's the other guy? Chandler did a bunch. Chandler of movies. did a couple. He did a he did a couple whole movies. nine yards, whole ten yards. Mm, no, those were I think still Deering Friends. I think. Oh, he so did he did a, a big movie Deering Friends. He did it first of all. Those weren't big movies. <laughs> it was uh, Bruce Willis. A that's a big movie. Friends. He that's made a, a movie Deering Friends. No, oh, Bruce Willis. They that's all a made big movies back. Back then, though, Jennifer Aniston made movies. David Schwimmer was in movies back then. <laughs> David Schwimmer. Which is weird to think. because He's like the only one who did nothing after Friends. No, that's not true. He actually directed a ton. If you but look, like acting-wise. Yeah, but it turns out he was like, I don't I'd, care rather, about directing. I'd rather be behind the camera because I'm ugly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but like Lisa Kudrow produced a ton of stuff. Yeah. Joey is really the only one of them who's still... Matt LeBlanc. He, Matt. A show, he still a show has now. a show right now it's called uh, Episodes. It's like really good. It is. Apparently. It's funny because 
He's a clueless actor. He's essentially playing Joey if Joey was famous. Yeah. <laughs> well, they tried to do a spinoff on uh, Friends that was called Joey. Oh, yeah, didn't, yeah, didn't yeah. work. Uh, so, so let's change it to episodes, wait till he's older, and do right. the same thing. I was watching a clip of work. episodes the other day, actually, and it's, it's like funny, the first right? five minutes. It's really funny. I'm going to look it up and see where it starts playing and stuff and get into it. Cause uh, it's on like uh, Showtime or Hobo. or So something. he's driving around in a convertible, and there's a woman next to him in a convertible next to him, and they're at, they go through a couple of red lights. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to someone on the speakerphone about someone who died. And the conversation he's having, while he's looking at the girl, he keeps trying to get the girl to flash him. And finally, by the third light, she's like, okay. And so, like, she goes to do it, and the light turns green, and she's like, sorry. And she drives off, and the guy on the phone goes, yeah, it's terrible, right? And he goes, tragic. <laughs> Just tragic. <laughs> and they're talking about two different things. Completely different things by that point. And then it turns out, like, that was his accountant who died. Oh. And so when he's at the funeral, no one's there. And he's like, he's like yeah, man, it's a really terrible turnout. And uh, the guy goes, well, it's probably because of the news this morning. You didn't check? And he was like, no, what? And he goes, yeah, it turns out he's been stealing from all of his clients. That's why no one's here. And he was like, I've been his client my entire life. And he was like, well, how much of your stuff is with him? And he was like, all of it. What do you mean? Do you put stuff with other people? And, <laughs> and he was like, and the guy he's talking to was like, well. Stolen. He goes, well, actually, as you, he, that's, he's talking to his manager. And he goes, well, actually, I, I took my money away from him a couple of years ago. I got a really bad feeling about him. And he was like, thanks for telling me. He goes, it would have been professional. It would have <laughs> been professional. Yeah. <laughs> they've won, uh, episodes has won some awards. It's uh, it's pretty good. Uh, so we were watching, we were watching the football game. There was a uh, trailer or whatever for what the tim allen show yeah what is it uh last been, band standing ner- last it's, it's back apparently yeah it's back it's, it's back been again. it's been two years three years never and seen now, it. and now it's With back like half the cast replaced and <laughs> what it, that's what i was saying is like those guys all moved on to other stuff they yeah. had nothing they they didn't want to sit around on i mean but like it, they're bringing stuff back like with the nostalgia that it's going to work like murphy brown just came back so here's Does what anybody even I, remember third murphy brown now murphy brown was at least winning awards back then like it was right. a big deal then Last Man Standing, I don't remember anyone ever being like, give this man an Emmy. It was winning awards in the early 90s. We're like right. 30 years We've ago. We've moved past all that. We really have. And Yeah, the 90s was 30 years ago now. Like it's right? weird to think about, but it We're was. We're 35. I, uh. But so here's the thing with Last Man Standing. Tim Allen, as a working comedic actor, mm-hmm. he could have just packaged a brand new show and just developed it. He could have done Tool Time. Like, why replace, yeah, we were saying do a show called Tool Time now. Like, why replace yeah, half the back. cast for Last Man Standing? To bring that back. He should have created a tool time, and instead of having Al Borland back, he should have brought Zach Galifianakis as, like, his, like, long-lost oh son oh who was God. playing Al Borland. And, like, learning how to, like, use, use tools. tools. That oh. would have been great, Tim Allen. I don't know why we're not writing TV shows. Because they want to like, hire us. Hire us. Just pay us. Hashtag already. make DC great again. Yeah. True. Um, true. <laughs> I still can't stop thinking about uh, the Justice League <laughs> movie. The Blue Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sarah is the Blue Beetle. I love it. It's so great. Uh, um, yeah, it's 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 a beetle. It's beetle shaped. But like, I don't, yeah, they just keep bringing like I get when you revive a show or movies like it, it's a one off thing. But like to bring Murphy Brown back like. What has she been doing for 30 years? Well, really? Roseanne, why did we bring that back? That was great, though. Yeah, because he's a personal fan of it. He's like, oh, never mind. Yeah, Joy, yeah don't, don't, don't talk about it. Now great. they had to kill her off because she went <laughs> crazy <laughs> off camera. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Man, how? what kind of statement like, does that with, say about you when they kill you off on your but own But even show? with Roseanne, like, even though the Roseanne show went, went off <laughs> went off the air, like, Roseanne is still somewhat, and uh, she stayed relevant herself. No, she wasn't. She stayed relevant in no. some form or fashion because no. of her crazy antics. I completely Has disagree. anybody even know who plays Murphy Brown? Uh, Candace Persian. What has she done since Murphy Brown? As about as much as Roseanne has. <laughs> she hasn't been in the limelight like Roseanne. Roseanne wasn't in the limelight. Roseanne kept getting in trouble. That's not the same. Good thing. Hey, bad press is good press. That is a myth. That bad is not is a myth. That is absolutely the second correct. word of bad press is press. You're stupid. Yeah, press <laughs> is that press, is bro. Anything. That is All right, let's jump out to break. We come back. We're gonna wrap up this edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Woo. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. 
Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh. I'm the captain. The average, no, the savage, not average. <laughs> Joey Savage. I'm I'm Corey DLG. Hey, this is Ned here. Hey guys. Ned, you look so comfortable. You're just I like am. I don't think we I should have... record in here ever again. Ned's gonna fall asleep. <laughs> he is asleep. I, I, I haven't I haven't said anything. You're I'm listening to us on Condos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hopefully it's Almost 3 p.m. I never know with the radio guys if we're, oh. on, if we're on time or not. But uh, <laughs> Turning to David Letterman and hammering CBS every yeah. chance we get? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, if you missed any part of the show, the podcast drops at 6.01 p.m. Or you might be able to hear us next Monday at 2 <laughs> o'clock. I don't know. If not Monday, then Tuesday. At some point on the replay. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear us Monday from 2 to 3. We'll be on Tuesday from 9 to 10 to 11 to 12 to 1. So <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> All right, Corey DLG. Tell everybody about my friend BMAC over at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming is the family-friendly place to go to get your game on. Everybody get your game on. That's right. Every every. <laughs> everybody get your game nah, on nah. Snap your fingers Everybody Everybody uh, It's everybody. a family friendly atmosphere The staff is awesome Very friendly Very eager to help you out They know a lot of stuff And, they, and they're always wanting to To help if they can at all uh, They got a lot of demo games They got a lot of board games They got all kinds of gaming things going on They got Dungeons and Dragons Almost every night of the week Friday Night Magic They got uh, Vanguard And the Yu-Gi-Oh And the Pokemon And all Vice kinds versa. of Vice versa Vice versa And uh Sync the Titanic and all kinds of stuff. They are the place to go to get your game on. Everybody get your game uh, on. This weekend, I believe there's a magic tournament. So if you know any tricks, if you pull quarters from the ear, uh, handkerchiefs out your mouth, anything like that, they're going to have a magic tournament. So go go to that. Um, <laughs> in magic? Yeah. Tell me that wouldn't be awesome. A magician fight. Magician off? Tell me that wouldn't be amazing. Someone summons a rabbit, and then the rabbit gets eaten by someone who summons an eagle. be perfect. Um... You know what else is going on this weekend, this Saturday? That's right. Tell them. The em. Houston Hero Click Shootout Finale. That's going to be Saturday, kind of all early day. We're going to be there. Someone is taking home the Nerd Thug Shootout Heavyweight Championship belt. Tell me you ain't stoked. There's three of us in here. One of us has to do it. Uh, it's All me. right, guys, I got you. It's me? I got you. Oh, I thought it was me. I'll I'm, do it. I'm vote, I guess. No, I think it was me. He stopped everything. <laughs> I guess I'll try. I am going to probably take the first round L, so... Climb yeah. up to the top. Yeah, what do you think's going to happen? Climb up to the that? top. Loser. That's how pros do it. That's how the pros do it, bro. Is that how the pros you do it? You lose the first yeah. ones you and you can play all the crappy people all the way to the top. Climb up. Oh. That's exactly what I did in Weiss. And then when I got to top tables, I died. That's died. True. Died. Like literally died. Came out of his body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Died. Out. Came back. But okay. if you count the number of times Nico's come out of his body, it's like 20. <laughs> no. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's accurate. That's a lot of work for him. Yeah. Maybe once. Well, like someone else puts him back. He doesn't go back. Like, he just comes out and then someone else puts him back. Who? You? That's the a lot of work for you. The Jesus. The Jesus. The Jesus. The Jesus Christ. The will of God. The, uh, the will of God. Yeah. And CV franchise. <laughs> God's will. So uh, I was telling I you. Like to, I'd like to thank God's will. <laughs> like not God's even w- God himself. Just like, God's will. Yeah, not God. Just God's will and uh, the fans of Vancouver. Appreciate it. I'd like to uh, dedicate the Super Bowl win to God. Thanks for betting on the Jets. Woo! J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> so, uh, Corey, we're going to get into this. I was telling you this story about how awesome my baseball team that I coach is doing. We uh, we won 19-3. to My nephew's on there. How many hits did my nephew have? Uh, I, I have a tracker right here. Like, Do you really? Yeah, That's I've got funny. the tracker. I bet it's at least two. The kid's like, he's like weirdly focused on things, and now that he's tuned in, he's ready. He's got to chew gum. So, like, I pitch. Like, it's coach pitch. So, okay. I, I do the pitch, pitching. And so, like, I have to. I'm holding the ball. And when he sits up there, his eyes just start wandering everywhere. So, I'm right. like this. I'm, like, shaking the ball. <laughs> like, I have the ball <laughs> right, like, right here. Because I can't, I can't coach. Right, right, so right. So, when I pitch, I can't coach. I can't say anything. I have to be silent and just pitch. That's got to kill you. Very difficult. But I'm a great pitcher. Oh. But, like, so I'm just, like, shaking the ball like this. Like, come on, <laughs> dude. Look here. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so like, I was, I was telling you, um, you know, since I pitch, I always talk to the other team's little kid that plays in the pitcher and, like, goof around with him and, and, you know, talk with him and make sure he's having fun. And so we're going to the last inning, and we're already up, like, 16-3. to three. <laughs> And so this kid had played this pitcher position a couple times. And so I was like, hey, man, are you having fun? He's like, yeah, but um, 
This is a real rough game for us. <laughs> this is a real, real rough game for us. Feel the yeah, burn. Bet. So they won yeah, their bet. they won their first game of the season two to one. Okay. Um. So they're probably like, hey, we won. We're feeling good about ourselves. Then they, they ran they, into a giant. Nineteen to three. That's a buzzsaw. That's not they even a giant. They ran into the giant savages. Oh when he was Lord. like, yeah, I'm having fun. I was like, you're playing really hard though. And he's like, yeah, but it's just a real tough game for us. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a six, seven year old saying these words to me. Um, he crushed his soul after exploding. <laughs> so uh, he contemplated retirement. Yeah, he's he like, called his know, agent after the game. I don't, Mom, I don't know if I want to play baseball. This yeah. is like. <laughs> <laughs> so afterwards, sucks. afterwards uh, we went to uh, we went to eat dinner. You know the the, the three families we call we're the families. Oh lord! And uh, so your like mom was yeah, how mob esque. So your mom was with us, and uh, we were making some reference to how passionate the three boys are about baseball, and how much they know about it, and how much they like. It's seven. How much they grasp? Yeah, dude. The nephew do. like recites scores and stuff. It'll be like, hey, what would you win by this weekend? He'd be like, we won nineteen three. Like they just like they they can calculate what's going on like. A few times that we've lost, like we're two innings away from the game being over, and they're like, "There's no way we can win this game." Like they know already, right? Like they just know what's going on. And your mom was like, "At least they weren't like Corey. Like, he had no clue what was going on. He was I like, never did. Oh, the game's over. Cool. Where are snacks and where are we going to play?'" Right. Like, I never had a clue what was going on. I was telling you, uh, I had a buddy, uh, Nick, and uh, he would he he went on to to like he did baseball for many years. After I I stopped after pitching machine because like I didn't. I was completely tuned out the entire time we played. Yeah. Um, well, and by the end, they would have me pitching on the pitching machine, and then they told me, like, hey, I mean, catching, I was catching on the pitching machine. They told me, if you're going to catch at player pitch, you call, and you kind of have to learn everything about the stuff. And I was like, I barely know what inning we're in. Yeah. There's no way I'm mentally I'm prepared. I'm looking over at that mom who's got Capri Suns right. and cookies. Did she bring cookies or orange slices? Because she brought orange, orange slices, slices, I swear I'm throwing them out. <laughs> throwing them all out. No better be Pringles in there, too. You better bring chips. <laughs> Those uh, weird orange things. So we have one kid like that on our team, right? I, so I was totally checked out. So we went to play in this new league, and I brought nine of my kids with me, and they gave us four. One's really good, so now he's part of the ten. So we have these three other ones, and the other two, they're okay, but this one kid, like, he, he's like you. He has no clue what's going on. Nope. And the game's like, did we win? Do we get snacks? Right. I'm like, yes, we want to know we don't do snacks. We're seven now. <laughs> he's like, what? Well, like, no, I'm just kidding. We got snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets snacks who knows that we won. <laughs> but we have that conversation. Like, uh, your brother, your brother-in-law, you know, he's one of, the, one of the families, and he was like, are we going to get a snack list? And me and uh, the, my other coach were like, these kids are seven. They don't need snacks. Walk to the concession stand two feet away and buy them something. <laughs> Like no, there's still seven. We need snacks. So snacks. I literally, yeah, I would snacks. have, I would have no idea about run differentials, about mercy rules, nothing. It would be third inning. I'd be sitting in the dugout, and Nick would look over me and goes, "Hey, if you get on base, we're probably gonna win because we only need two more runs." And I'm like, "It's the third inning. How are we gonna win something?" And he's like, "Because they can only score five runs in an inning." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "I don't understand what you're saying." And Corey's a right-handed batter standing in the left-handed box. I, I um, <laughs> how many times did that happen? Probably enough that people like <laughs> people were always getting on to me about something in baseball. All right, uh, they would tell me right field. I'd run to left field. I'd be standing next to someone else, and I would tell him he's in the wrong spot. <laughs> he would then leave. Power and then, move. Like five minutes later, Power the coach move. is looking up like, "Why are you in left field?" And I'm like, "You you sent me over here. I don't know what your problem is." <laughs> I said right field, Corey. Um, oh, is it stage left? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stage left. <laughs> I did one time change a play call in uh, little league football. Because we I was a tight end, and the tight ends would run him in and out, run the plays in. And uh, he called the reverse for me. <laughs> He's like, no, not yeah, happening. I, I absolutely no. No, we're I, going, we're going, we're going uh, Lion 28. Not dive. only did I change it out of a tight end reverse, I turned it into a pass. <laughs> <laughs> so then when I get in the, when I, when I get in the huddle. I, I misheard you, coach. <laughs> <laughs> so we get in the huddle, and we call the, uh, uh, this is so stupid, because I would look at the quarterback, tell him the play. The quarterback would then call the play. So we say the huddle, we play it twice in the huddle. So I look at him, I'm telling the play. He tells the play to the huddle. We, we run out. We're in a completely different formation than the guy that Coach called. Coach is already looking around at stuff, and I, I, I'm looking back at Coach, not even <laughs> watching the ball because I know what I did. I already know. And so as soon as the ball hikes, I'm, uh, and I call a play where I don't even run a route. I call a play where I block. So, like, <laughs> I stay in and I'm blocking. <laughs> and um, the quarterback throws. And actually, I, I don't remember if we scored or if we got a first down. One of the two. We did good, though. And so – 
the tight end comes in to swap me out, and so I'm jogging off the field, and he's immediately like inside of my helmet. Hands on the face <laughs> mask. He, he is so far inside of my helmet. So, like, Corey, I said tight lion 88 tight end reverse. He, he literally oh, goes, I thought you said rhino 48 dive. Right. He literally, <laughs> don't know he was like, different. He goes, he goes, I was trying to give you the ball, and I was like, yeah, that didn't make sense to me. <laughs> I didn't want it. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was like, I don't. It didn't make sense to me. You said it, but I didn't know yeah. why. I don't want the ball. I'm only here because my mom makes me. Why? So he goes, put me at lineman. He goes, you know what, man? You're just gonna be on the line the rest of this game. And I was like, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, like, okay. I, I, that doesn't bother me. You say hut. I just fall on the guy in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about comics at the bottom I, of the pile. I just hit him in the knee. That's all I do. <laughs> Done. Okay, let's do I, it. I literally had like. Everyone wanted the ball on the team except me. Yeah. When he called me, like, he was trying to call everyone's numbers and give everyone plays, and he, I don't think he thought I could catch, and so that's why he called the tight end reverse. And when it came off the field, he was so mad. If you think Corey's slow now with his bum legs, he was even slower as a kid. Somehow as a child, my head was so big, I was heavy. (laughs) I was top heavy. There's everything I could do not to fall over. (laughs) And then you put shoulder pads and a big helmet on it. slower as a kid. With like, two good legs. It's like, it's like running with an anchor and on. And 300 right? pounds lighter. Yeah. And he, he, Corey's self right now could outrun his eight-year-old self. That's probably true. And that just like sad. Leap of stride alone. That is horrible. But like. You're not any taller than you were. No, that's not true. I, I've grown probably more in the last 10 years than I did the first 20. <laughs> He's shrinking isn't right now, too. I'm taller now than I was then somehow. No. But like as a child, I was I was even when I was like I was skinny until I was fat. Like I was skinny. He was skinny until he hit high school and started delivering pizza. That's exactly. I, when I got the job at Domino's, I probably put like fifty pounds in one Done summer. So. Like it was like free, when we were kids watching free Ninja Turtles all day every day. When we were kids watching yeah, Ninja Turtles. We were like, when we grew up. We're gonna be pizza delivery guys. It's gonna be awesome. How cool! Corey did it. Yeah, I lived my dream. Living the dream, <laughs> baby. Living the dream. Oh, I, I lived my dream. And the best part was like once I was there, like it was like, well, I'm not leaving now. Like, <laughs> yeah, we got whatever. free pizza here. And we're li- yeah, we're living the dream on uh by the, the end of that like radio. By the end of that first summer, my manager at the pizza store was like, "Our free comps are way off. We got to stop giving away food." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> Twenty pieces with, in hand with greasy pepperonis falling out of his face. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, not me. Well, that's gonna wrap up this uh, Friday edition, episode one sixty six. Am I right, Nico? Yep. Of Nerd Thug Radio. Wow. Don't forget the podcast will drop today at six oh one p.m. Listen to it. Share it with your friends. Put it all over social media. Yeah. Put it in a crock pot. Do whatever you got to do. Uh, don't forget, we are on Vinyl Drought Radio. I'll get that schedule, and we'll post it up pretty soon. But we're going to be on twice a week on that station. Nice. That's our friend Adam Smasher's new uh, station he's running. It's doing really well so far. Uh, Facebook.com, backslash Radio. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, where else? The Purple Podcast app, Google Play Music, Stitcher, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Spotify. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. everywhere. So, for the Savage Not Average, the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nerd. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs> <laughs>